has won it, and you've heard that somewhere before. What a night for Manchester United! Okay, welcome to MUFC Pubcast episode 19. Now, next week, obviously, we'll be able to say 20 times, but we'll cross that hurdle next week, but we are doing well. Um, now, I've got special guest Chris back. Now, I would say back by popular demand, but really the reason I've got you back is just a good omen. We beat four, <laughs> You did the Chelsea preview, 1-4-0, so I'm expecting another 4-0 win. Uh, I mean, I'm, uh, one, I'm glad to be back on the podcast, and two, I hope we do get a 4-0. So uh, as long as we can keep four nil wins, uh, oh, I'm back here. Now at the start of the Chelsea game, we were thinking four nil, but we're thinking exactly. four nil to Chelsea. Chelsea, yes. it first, could have gone that way too. To be the honest, first fifteen minutes uh, yeah. was shaky. It was a bit shaky. Yeah, it was a bit dodgy in that first fifteen, and uh, luckily we got that penalty because after that, if we didn't, you know, it could have been a lot tighter. So well, what did you think of the actual performance? Besides, okay, that first fifteen was shaky. Um, I but, think, like, but it wasn't a four nil type of game. It wasn't like, you know, the result flattered us a bit. Um, uh, you know, Chelsea could have came back and you know scored a goal or two. You know, so um, you know overall, I'm just happy we got the win. Uh, there's a lot of things that we have to work on, but you know, that's for Ollie and the boys to sort out. Now, not too much news. Obviously, the Chelsea the four 0 result has taken a lot of the headlines, and rightly so. And we don't play at the start of the weekend. We actually have to wait for everyone to play. We don't play until Monday night, which is Tuesday morning in Sydney. So. Not too much news, but the main story that has broken is an alleged Alexis Sanchez and Mason Greenwood training ground bust-up. To be honest, I don't think there's too much in the actual story. There there could be, but it seems like it happened before pre-season or during pre-season before the Chelsea match. But the story really isn't relevant. His name has just popped up again, Alexis Sanchez, the forgotten man. Now, we'll go through a few points on Alexis Sanchez, but we'll start off with just the main question. Is he the worst ever signing... Man United. Um, I'm gonna say he's close to it. I uh, discussed before Eric Jem. Eric Jemba. Jemba, Jemba. Jemba. Yeah. yeah, he was one up there that I just thought he was dreadful. Um, there's other names like uh, Jim Maria. Um, yeah, but I think he will. I think he'll go down as he a, a, maybe he's got potential to. Poten- I don't think he will. Exactly, he can change he it. He can change it. If he stays beyond the season, but we'll see. I don't know. Uh, well, just you mentioned there, yeah. Dean Maria, and just one of the comments on Twitter from yeah. a mate I used to play with, um, Sally. He said he's equally the same as Dean Maria. Uh, um, I would say, uh, for me, Dean Maria got to the point where he had he would receive the ball and he would have a five yeah. five meter pass under no pressure, and as he was receiving the ball, I'd say. He's going to misplace his pass. Uh, exactly. And he'll misplace he'll the misplace pass. The and, pass. Like, and Sanchez, that, well, we haven't seen him this season, yeah. but from last season, he was at that level where the most basic of skills, like the most basic of decisions, you expect him to get wrong. Uh, exactly. And he was getting it wrong. And everything added to it, his wage, well, it's pretty much his wage, which just comes down exactly. to oh, no, we, we, there, there was no transfer fee. But when he's receiving that type of money, we can sit here and criticise as fans, but it is the most basic of things he's yeah, failing at. Exactly, as you said before, like like his passing range, like you expect him, okay, he's made a break, he'll pass it, a five metre pass, but even a simple five metre pass, he, he sent it to the stands or he'll send it to the opposition. So it wasn't just that, it's just a compilation, a compilation of things like you know, his first touch, people say Lukaku's for his first touch yeah. at times was just dreadful as well. Um, his decision making was dreadful. Easier, 
he just wasn't the same player as he was from Arsenal. Well, what do you think? Because we saw the player at Arsenal and... Unbelievable. When he's on his day, that's why everyone's so excited. He's the best player in the league, potentially. Exactly. But what do you think is... And we we obviously can't pinpoint it, but what do you think is the issue? Why do you think he's performed as bad as he has? Do you think it is a... He wanted the move to City and that fell through and he just went to where he'd get the most money and it's... Do you think it is actually motivated by the money? I I do think so. Like... uh, And at that level, he's just just content with what he's got and you, when you like that drive when you are just content yeah exactly 100% I, you just pinpointed what I was going to say I think like you said I think he was keen to go to City like to work under Pep I think he would have done well under Pep but it, it seems like it was done City just from their business the model business, well, yeah. just said no it's not It's not worth it's the not money it's not worth the money and then luckily they did yeah. you know what I mean for us it didn't work out maybe it could have worked out with him and City but with us that at this point, it hasn't worked out, and I think, like you said, it, for him at that point, he was just motivated by money. And uh, um, I don't know what Oli has to do to get the best out of him. Oli tried to play him a couple of times, I think, in a false nine position where I think he's where he's yeah. plays his best football, and he still didn't really perform there. So I think he just needs like a run of games. Like that, that that's the thing. Like you do, like any player, yeah. it's the argument for any player. Say, so, well, give him a run of games. Give him ten games without yeah, yeah. being dropped. But when you see the players we've got in reserve who, who can come in and contribute, exactly. you can't afford to give Sanchez 10 games nah, and we, in the way he performs. Exactly. And well, especially in this league, like we we need to perform, yeah. we need to win every game. And can we count on him performing consistently? I don't think, but to be honest, like three quarters of this team doesn't perform consistently. So, you know, yeah. the argument's like, you throw that argument in the air, but yeah, he's one of the, uh, one of the main players that hasn't performed at all to yeah. be honest yeah, so. the excitement when he came oh, was, man, when he was playing the buzzing. piano yeah when he played the piano I was like <laughs> yes uh, the, uh, the whole thing I was just like yeah you know and I to the, <laughs> fast forward uh, like That's a crazy. year be later you're just like I can't wait for this player to like either leave or you're just like please 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 just. Yeah, we're, we're talking about him now but every na- every time his name pops up in, in discussion previously yeah. is it just sort of Comes to mind, oh, he, Alex Sanchez plays for us. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you, you just forget about it. Yeah, exactly. Or well, that could either work in his favour, to be honest. Like, because people have sort of forgotten that he plays for us. I hope he just goes under the radar and just. Well, Rio Ferdinand, I think uh, we might discuss this last week on, on the last podcast we did together. Rio Ferdinand, yeah, when I was taught, reading the Harry Maguire yeah. quote from Rio Ferdinand, he talked about Sanchez saying he's the type of character that would be hurt and. Look, if he is driven by money, it obviously won't be a factor. But if yeah. he is actually hurt by the perception or exactly. by, by the reaction from everyone, yeah. he will have that, or hopefully have that drive to come back and prove people wrong. Exactly. Whether he does, we don't know. We don't know. Well, that's up to him. Like as you said, like if he's driven by money, he's driven by money. If he's driven to actually like you know, to save his name, like you know, he doesn't. I think as a player, if you're a professional athlete, you don't want to be recognised as a player. Like at the end of a career, it was just a flop. You know, I mean, I think he's that type of person like that won't accept that type of, uh, you know. So well, I think it, he's so hard working, and it, it it does get lost a little bit in terms of his performance. You see how bad he performs, yeah. and when you perform badly, it is hard to work hard. Like, exactly. It, it, it sounds stupid, but it is like yeah. you just get you off the pace. Everything's sort of just a little bit harder to do. Yeah. But that is one of his strengths: working hard on the pitch, and he spe- obviously works hard off it. Yeah, exactly. But um. Yeah, it just looks when it's that bad to put that extra five meter sprint in. It, 
it sounds it sounds stupid, but it's harder to do. It's harder to do exactly when yeah. you're not on form. Well, yeah. well, when you're buzzing, you're four nil up. Yeah, you're bouncing off everyone. Everything comes easy. When it is as bad as it is for him, just the most basic thing, basic of things, just escapes him. Like it's like he's playing with you know, sort of weights on his ankles. Exactly, uh, exactly. Like you said, like when things don't go right for him, it's just you know it doesn't go right. You know, he's just like you say, he's like playing with weights on his ankles. Everything goes bad. I think. This is where, like I said, like Oli has to work something out, and like whether he decides to keep him because the European uh, transfer window is still open. Well, we'll, we'll go to that now. Yeah. On the back of this news, is Greenwood has come the obvious links away, yeah. and was shown how during the transfer window we think a link is reliable, yeah. and then two days later you hear nothing. So, yeah. but the reliable links at the moment suggest a move to Italy, maybe Roma. Uh, heavily linked with a loan move and I assume the loan I haven't read it but I assume the loan move would be heavily subsidised by United in terms of the wages I assume would be sort of a 60-70% contribution by United for the wage which if United want red and Sanchez wants to get out it's almost what the price they have to pay Um, do you see anything in a loan move away or my my personal opinion is I hope he stays so he can fight for his position I still think there's a class player in him, you know. You just don't go to shit in in yeah. under a couple of months or a year or so, or under a year. I still think there's a class player there. Um, whether it's up to him that he wants to be here, I still think he wants to be here as well. Whether the, I think he's waiting for if the club or Oli has plans for him to be here, yeah. that's a different thing. And I, and I do think as well, Oli wants to keep him. Well, I, I uh, think Oli's like anyone else. Like, I wouldn't say Oli is a fan, obviously he's a fan of the club, but you wouldn't say he's sort of a fan like us but when he sees Sanchez at Arsenal he, he goes oh he's a hell of a player I'd like to work with exactly, him yeah. that's why he wanted to play like Dybala because yeah, exactly. he sees Dybala he goes, he's a hell of a player Here, I could work with him exactly yeah. and he's almost come and arrived well this isn't the Sanchez I thought he was yeah exactly right, so, so do I do I play him as a Sanchez at Arsenal or is this a, a different guy different guy exactly so it's hard so I think I think Solskjaer if he could yeah. if he sort of had his way he'd play Sanchez every week, every week. No, no one would he'd get yeah, out exactly. of him. Yeah. but at the moment he can't play him well obviously he's not fit at the moment yeah. or potentially not fit but he can't play him now because he, he doesn't, just doesn't know what he's going to get well, exactly. and yeah 100% yeah. doesn't deserve to start yeah exactly um, um, yeah well, I, another reason why the keeping he, he still is a world class player and we loan him out we're a bit short up front as well like we just yeah. can't rely on the young kids to you know I, although Sanchez hasn't like because he's done well for us I, I still have him in the squad yeah. for cover if, if you know but then, then it comes that debate where say he's the option off the bench you've yeah. got Martial and Sanchez is the option off yeah. the bench and when he does come on and when it's his time to contribute and he doesn't perform and Mason Greenwood's not playing yeah. or Heath Chong's not playing yeah, yeah, yeah. he's taken up that spot yeah, exactly. so Solskjaer has to find that balance now you're either going to stick with him and he needs to he get needs it to right, right yeah. or it's time to get rid of. It's, yeah, that's a good point. Like you said, like Solskjaer has to figure something out because I do see, I do want to see Greenwood play. Uh, although people could stick to Jesse Lingard, like Jesse's one of the, like, one of the few players that just you know he gives it all. And like although he may not be as talented as Sanchez, he's still a bit of, yeah. a, as effective as uh, Sanchez, or he's more consistent than Sanchez. Oh yeah, there's, and, yeah. Thing, there's a there's a balance between talent and hard work. Yeah, but be, besides all that. It comes down to effectiveness. Exactly. Can you Im- impact on a match? Yeah. You don't have. You can be 100 percent hard working and no talent, yeah. and, and you can contribute. contribute. Yeah. You could have 100 percent talent and no work rate. Dimitar Berbatov. Yeah. 
and you can help, help, help the, team. the team. Exactly. So it's finding that balance. And Lingard, yeah, yeah. okay, different level to Sanchez yeah, in terms yeah, of talent. talent like, he, yeah. He's not on that level. Yeah. But he affects the game. Exactly. 100%. Sanchez, unfortunately, at the moment doesn't. Hasn't, yeah. Um, Now, just a last point on Sanchez. Um, United's record of getting rid of players isn't great. We're still holding on to Rojo, Garmian. So, as much as the club might want to get rid of um, Sanchez, let's go on the assumption that they don't. Yeah. And no one takes the wages and we're stuck with him. Yeah. Not stuck with him in a bad way, but you know what I mean. Yeah. If you're so shy, when he plays... How do you play? Do you play him off the left? Do you play him through the middle? Like, what's your... I think he has to play him in the middle. The striker? Uh, yeah. I just think he's like Marcel in the top... And he will, uh, Arsenal, if you play him on the wing, he comes back in anyway, yeah. into the middle. So he's just back in. So Especially with Pogba just to the left. Yeah. Actually, Pogba's more on the well, right, right against yeah, Chelsea. Chelsea but, yeah. but nine times out of ten, he's on the he's left. He's on the left, exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, it depends what formation he plays. If he's plays as normal 4-2-3-1 yeah. then I'll play him just in front of Pogba and McTominay and just let him because he's actually quite an alright defender I wouldn't say he's a oh, great in defender. terms of a press a press he's really good really. like you know what I mean because he works hard off the ball in terms of attack um, you know, I don't know like yeah. you can almost tell Oli can tell him and Martial to interchange you know one of you go up front one of you go back or I don't know yeah. I but I, don't, I think him playing on the wing is it's not really uh it's a no-go for me, to be honest. So, yeah. yeah. Now, it's a weird one with Sanchez, and I'm sure at the end of the month when the European transfer window closes, whatever his future is, I think we could dedicate a whole episode so, yeah, to that, exactly. especially when he leaves. I think it'll be good. There'll be a book written somewhere <laughs> about sort of why he joined United, how that move uh, came yeah. about, what went wrong. That, well, I'm hoping it's a book that's like how he turned... Did a three sixty in one Premier League? If you know, well, well, that's the hope in all of us fans. There's hope that he could put it right. Exactly, that's what I'm hoping for. And uh, if if a player like him does get it right, because not too many world class players in our team. No, exactly. And if we have the ability to get a top sort of eight, nine, ten out of performances out of a world class player, that changes the changes the whole changes everything for us. But I think we are a bit hopeful there because it doesn't look it doesn't look great <laughs> for him. It doesn't really look good. <laughs> okay, now we'll move on to the Wolves match, yeah. where co-host Larry will obviously be in the away end, which I mentioned before. So I've given him the mode. I've given him the task nice, of yeah. doing a podcast from the away end. Nice. Um, we'll see if he's. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll see if he's alive to do that. <laughs> but um, we'll get into what. Well, what result did they have last week? Wolves against Leicester. Uh, Leicester was yeah, I, I watched the, the like the first half actually. There was the was, there was the VAR decision. The VAR decision where it was a handball. Uh, was it? Uh, ju- ju- I don't, I'm not going to say. It. Sorry to the Portuguese listeners. It, it was Wolves scoring. Uh, it was Wolves scored. Yeah. It was a ju- Jato or a Jato. Oh, Jota. Jota, yeah. yeah. And he handballed it. But to be honest, that uh, it was fifty years. I, honestly, personally, I didn't think it was a handball. Oh, no, no, it wasn't a handball, but in yeah. terms of the way they interpret the rules, the rules now, now exactly. it is a handball. It's a handball, yeah. So it's a handball. It's not a handball for the fans, but yeah, the way they interpret it, it now, it now it's, it's, yeah. which technically is a handball. Yeah, exactly. So it's, true. Yeah, it's a balance yeah. that one. So I saw this morning the Liverpool game, the penalty shootout, the, the keeper was off the line. It was off the line, yeah. Well, what's the point of VAR? Yeah, exactly. I, I was just like thinking, why did he not go back then? I don't think they I, wanted to override the woman's decision. Yeah, like, actually, in saying that, the, I watched match. She was quite good. She had a good game. Yeah, she had a good game. game so yeah. nothing, to, nothing to do with that. But yeah. um, I saw a few funny memes going around. <laughs> but no, absolutely, hundred percent fair play to her. Yeah. She, she did actually very did well. Actually, did a good job. Yeah. Very well. 
But um, yeah, enough about Liverpool again. Yeah. So yeah, I, I didn't watch the Leicester Wolves uh, game, but Millwall, it's a game. Yeah. It's probably a good result for. Wolves. It was uh, honestly like like I said, I watched the first half. I didn't watch the second half, but um, that first half they really did nothing. Um, they play a three-five-two where they try to flood the midfield, and all they did was just keep the ball. The only problem was that uh, Leicester countered that and just pressed really hard, and they, you know, Leicester would win the ball back. They, yeah. But they were much good themselves with the ball, yeah. and then Wolves would win it back. They were just offering nothing. I think, I think Wolves might be a case. I think everyone's maybe a little too scared of them, right? In terms uh, of, well, we remember them from last year, and they were this, I'd say, giant killer. Giant killer, yeah. But they played very good football. They were very effective. They were very strong. Everything about them was good. No, yeah, exactly. no, no, nothing but praise for them. Yeah. I think maybe the praise can go over the top a little bit and now we're thinking oh Wolves are this great team well you have to remember it's Wolves against Man United exactly we're a better team we're a better team than yeah. and, and on paper um, we are and obviously football's played on grass yeah. not paper but yeah I think if we turn up and play well yeah. I think Wolves I wouldn't call it um, yeah, actually they did come up last season last season was their first year uh, in the last season was, oh, yeah. Wait, yeah it was yeah, yeah, so yeah. I would, maybe it could be a case of second season syndrome where they a drop off a bit maybe well that's yeah. what I'm hoping obviously for this weekend yeah. now something that again Robert who supports the pubca- the podcast put on Facebook which I didn't know about um, he said he hopes their extra game in the Europa League gives us a slight advantage although they're 4-0 up in their halfway through the tie I didn't know they'd qualify for the Europa League. Yeah. So, but they are playing this week. You'd know the result. By the time you listen to this podcast, they would have played. Yeah. But it, Robert has just said that they're 4-0 up, so you would assume their first-team players won't play. Yeah. Um, but do you think that is a benefit um, to us having I, that extra game? It depends what... I forgot the uh, Wolves uh, manager... Uh, um, Santos? No. Uh, Esprito. Esprito. Yeah, Esprito. Something, something, something like that. He Sorry. used to play under Mourinho. Yeah. Um, it depends what he does. Um, Everyone just calls him Nuno. Nuno, that's right. Nuno's yeah, his Nuno's first, first name. name yeah. uh, it just depends what he does. Um, look, 4-0, yeah, you, you're, you're halfway there. But, but you, you never know. Like, especially for a club like Wolves, they would well, love to get in the Europa League. Yeah. So while so, they are 4-0, they won't want to take any take chances. Take any chances, exactly. So I, I still don't think he'll take a full strength side, but I think he'll take almost a full strength side and just rest his yeah. key, key players. I think Neves won't play. I think uh, Jimenez will play, but uh, Giotto yeah, will Giotto. be the guy up, t- up top. And then I think they'll, he'll keep the rest, like Mortino in the midfield, all those guys, in the same defence. So that's what I'm thinking. Because like you said, like, you know... You know, football's a funny game. Like they could come back and win four 0 and I mean, you yeah. just have to look at Liverpool against Barca. You know what I mean? And all that, so, all thank, those games. Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, I know. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, now it's a weird one. Chelsea and Wolves. They're not. I wouldn't say. Well, Chelsea is a top six rival. Yeah. Um, Wolves are right on that verge. So it's similar sort of thing. Yeah. You, you can put them in the same bracket, maybe. Yeah. Um, would you say, without getting into personnel, do you approach it in the same way in terms of the four two three one, or do you think? And obviously that was four two three one at home yeah. against Chelsea. Do you think away against Wolves, Solskjaer approaches the match differently? Do you think it's more a defensive approach? I think he might go a bit more defensive, and I think he might. Uh, he did it. Uh, he changed the formation against Chelsea late in the second. Oh no, middle or second half or something like that. He went for four four two. So yeah. I would start with a four four two and just go a bit more defensive, and just have um, Martial and Rashford on top and. And just let Pogba dictate the play from the middle. Um, but in saying that, like, I don't want us to sit up, sit back too much, you know, and then let Wolves dictate the game because that's what they did uh, against us. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, well, is, are the there any are there any players? We'll sort of we'll incorporate this now yeah. into sort of discuss the starting eleven. 
Is there anyone from the Chelsea game that potentially drops out? Do you think? Yeah. Do you think it's Andreas Pereira? Uh, I think that might be Pereira. And he, but he got the assist. He, he got the assist. See, my, my thing, I would drop Pereira personally. Not, yeah. not drop him. I would, personally, I would go for a different system against yeah. Wolves, which I'll get into. Yeah. But I wouldn't say drop him. But I think the issue is, especially with, and I guess we can call Pereira a young player. Yeah. Is um, he's performed well. And I wouldn't say performed well. He, he did his job. Yeah. In yeah, a 4 yeah. win, you can't complain. Yeah, exactly. If you now put him on the bench, aka drop him. Yeah. Is that a great move, or should we just, should we just play the same team? I like, yeah. Uh, personally, I would, I would drop him. Yeah. But if Oli decides to keep the centre, I understand. Yeah, why. I, 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 understand I wouldn't why. be shocked if he does go yeah, exactly the same team. Yeah. Just look, the one for no. The one for no. Like you just can't, like you know, like especially like for morale. You know, what I mean, you know, you, you, yeah. you'd be like, especially for morale. So I've got an assist. Yeah, I wasn't like an eight out of ten performance, but I still did my job. You yeah. know, so you know. Uh, that team got 4-0 I'll just keep that team you know? well the thing is and um, this is going to cause a lot of controversy and I'm sure you would disagree with me yeah sure if I'm the boss for this weekend or this this Monday yeah it won't be popular I'd probably bring in Matic yeah. uh, I change the system I'd probably go 4-3-3 yeah. I'd bring Matic at the base just for that cover yeah and play McTominay and Pogba ahead yeah so that, and that gives us a people have their concerns about Matic but I think yeah. that gives us a solid base in midfield yeah it gives Pogba that license to be that more creative, bit more attacking. Where you got Matic and McTominay sitting. I would say Pogba in a ten. Yeah. I'd say Pogba and McTominay together. Together, yeah. But Pogba with that license to go a little bit forward, and yeah. you got that cover with Matic and McTominay. Yeah. And then a front three of I haven't given it too much thought. Um, a combination of obviously Rashford, Martial through the middle and on the left. Uh, I would say Lingard maybe. Yeah. On the right in terms of his press, but. Yeah. Against Wolves in a team, I think Chelsea dominated the possession possession stats against us. Uh, yep, in the Maybe. first half they did. I don't know in the second. Overall, the game, I think they did. I have a feeling Wolves potentially might do the same. That's yeah. not a criticism of the way United will potentially play. Yeah. I think Wolves might dominate possession, and I think maybe it could be one matter out on the right just for when we do get the ball. Yeah. Keeping the ball, keeping the ball. Exactly. Um, not so much as a defensive contribution. I think we'll be solid enough through midfield, and especially on the right, right. Juan Bissaka is very comfortable Comfort in one-on-one with, situations. Yeah. So I think potentially, if we do a four-three-three system, I think matter on the right. So it might not make too much sense, but I think when we do have the ball, we need to keep it. Yeah, exactly. And he's a player who keeps the, the ball. ball. Yeah. Um, would uh, you be against Matter playing on the right? Because nah. he's one player I don't like playing on the right. Nah, but Ooh. he I'll potentially play in there. Exactly. Like uh, that's actually a really good. Uh, <laughs> um, a team there uh, yeah I'd, all the good points you just put up especially with Mata uh, playing on the right yeah he's not the quickest obviously but you know he can have one uh, Saka running up that wing um, like you said he's more there to hold the ball up uh, you know just to, you know, an extra person with Pogba just to you know help um, yeah. link up uh, with Rashford and Martial well, well he naturally does come in yeah, oh exactly yeah. Come inside, that, up, yeah. that leaves a channel for Wan-Bissaka yeah. what, what, what do you think Wan-Bissaka we all just touching back on the Chelsea match yeah. no one's got enough praise of him the way he defends yeah him going forward he looks like he's amazing until he gets to that just last second and then it's oh he cuts back and passes <laughs> which is almost true it looks like true instruction from Solskjaer Solskjaer yeah but it's almost got that tinge of no I'm not saying he's Antonio Valencia yeah. or Ashley Young, but almost that tinge of it'll potentially when we're losing games. Yeah. I, w- I won't say fans will turn on him yet. Yeah. But he could be a frustra- He could be uh, a very fr- frustrating fr- figure. Yeah, exactly. Um, cool. what, what, what do you think of him going forward? Think, uh, I, I, like you said, defensively great. Uh, offensively, like he's he's good. Yeah. 
it's just like you said, and we'll get to this player next who frustrated me a lot uh, against um, Chelsea. Him and Luke Shaw were yeah. like charging down the wing. There was so much base uh, in that final uh, uh, final third to keep running. Yeah. Or if, there was uh, that case where Luke Shaw cut back. He cut back in and passed it to yeah. no one and lose the ball. And but the difference was by Masaka is like he cut back in and still hold it and uh, like look for. Uh, I don't know, a pass or just pass back where he should have just went into the box and then... Well, he, uh, he, he keeps the ball well. He keeps the ball well. Um, it's just, he, I don't know if he's like... I don't know. I, I, don't, know. I, say, I don't want to say, say like... Uh, I think, I think I, it's through instruction from the manager. Because I, I remember in pre-season, I remember we sat for both games at the Leeds in the first most, game. Yeah. We are behind the goal. Yeah. And when they were attacking, they get in that area... And it was just they got got into the pocket. They came back out. They played back through. Back through the the, when there was a player in the box, they just weren't crossing the ball at all. Oh, okay. They just weren't crossing the ball at all. And obviously, there'll come a time where they will cross the ball. Yeah. And there'll be a time where they obviously have to go have to back, go back, back to, it. to it. Yeah. But singing with Rashford, he, he can head a ball. Marshall can head a ball, ball, but, but, that, but they're not Ibrahimovic or, nah, or Lukaku. Lukaku sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. So I have a feeling it is, and it is frustrating when you watch on the TV. Yeah. Whip the ball in for God's sake. Oh, exactly. But. I have a feeling it's down to Solskjaer. Yeah, exactly. I, exactly. Uh, you just put, that was a good point you put because uh, even in that, it was, I, think, I don't know if it was Leeds, the game when Basaka, one Basaka was playing and Pereira, like he'll charge down and cut back in and he'll wang it back to Pereira who yeah. then whipped it into well, the box. Pereira, it's, it, Pereira's natural game get, is, is to get the ball to the, the box. box so. Yeah. So I don't know, like you said, maybe like a game plan that Solskjaer told them, like yeah. once you get to the box, if it's on, on you yeah. can do it. But look back in for the for yeah. Pereira, for whoever, and then give it to them and let them sort it out, whatever. So, that well, no, could that, that could be an issue why he did play Pereira on the right. Right, yeah. In terms of overloading that right, get one percent forward, forward, and you do have those two crossing options. True, where, yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. But um, in saying that, I do think well, both of us agree that Andreas Pereira will probably drop out. Yeah. Or potentially, or potentially drop, out. drop out. Exactly. Uh, um, was there anyone from last week's performance stood out against Chelsea? Um, obviously, I don't say stood out, but it just shows you like this guy is on his day could be world class. You know what I mean? Uh, Pogba, you know. Oh, those so that, two, but, that well, the, but the difference between the two halves. Oh, I was massive. And, and, and no bigger fan of Pogba than myself. Uh, but that first half, I was like, oh god, uh, Ollie, just take him off. <laughs> the amount of time he lost the ball, and he was trying to do like. I, I think it was a case of the Sanchez got saying when it got that bad, his his performance so bad. Then he thought, okay, let's stay calm. Yeah. But let's just get a touch. But then he was taking too much time. He was trying to take too much care. Yeah, exactly. And then when he's getting caught taking too much care, he said, okay, I've got to do more. Yeah, exactly. And then he's overcomplicating things. He's overcomplicating things. things and you know? he just found himself in a hole and he's digging it deeper and deeper. <laughs> and um, I don't know, something clicked in the second half there. Oh, I think maybe Oli had a chance and just look, man, yeah, just calm down, like yeah. just play your game. Like you said, I think he just overcomplicates his game. Yeah. You know, I mean, he tries to, I don't know, tries to be this, you know. Yeah player that he sh- he thinks he should be like which yeah. is trying to like do all these fancy tricks and he loses sight of just playing a normal game and I think that's what happened and then you know he overcomplicated things and you know just lost ball lost the ball a lot of times and then I don't know like I said maybe t- Solskjaer spoke to him just look you know calm down and just you know, control the game and which he did in that second that, half that pass for Rashford oh. I initially which we discussed on the last podcast I initially thought Rashford was offside but when you look at the replay really look at it, it was, uh, it, Rashford it, it, like credit to Rashford as well oh, like, that run touch. it was like that run and touch it was like but, but you watch the pass from the reverse angle and just a little little fade it had on the ball, the ball. Like if it came straight over to Rashford with no sort of spin yeah it would be hard enough. Harder, yeah. But this one just sort of faded into his path. Is that, and the thing is, he was going away from the ball. Yeah. If you look at it, he was running away from the ball and he still like 
almost like a nice little swing golf shot. And it, just, it's a ball you could hit with the outside of your left foot from yeah, that angle. Yeah, it's an angle, exactly. And it would curve, curve back towards, towards Rashford. It, yeah. But this one sort of curved away from, away from Rashford, Rashford with the outside of his right foot, which, yeah. look, it's a pass. Yeah, exactly. But, but just the way you look at it, that is yeah, well, uh, the top technique. Top technique, yeah. Um, um, so yeah, but uh, he did test my patience in the first half. I did. I I think he tested a lot of people's <laughs> patience, and I think, like you said, I think a lot of people were like, I'm pretty shameful. I was like yeah. screaming at the TV for the shots, yeah. I was like drag him off. Yeah, man. But you know, well, well, he's one player. He's one player that um, Mourinho. Even I don't think Mourinho took him off once or twice, but you couldn't drag Pogba off at half time nah there, nah, there's one play you couldn't do yeah, I, I just don't think it's worth the manager's trouble to is do that, that. Oh, and, I think and, Oli, and obviously it would have been the wrong decision I think to take him nah, exactly and I think Oli knows I, I think he's like give him 100% uh, confidence in him and just saying like you do what you got to do even though if you're playing shit I was like you know I'm leaving you there you're like you're, you're a go to guy so I think I think Pogba knows that a bit yeah. Sometimes he might get away with things. He thinks, oh, I'm going to be playing a full 90-minute game anyway, so yeah. I have time to you know, yeah. make a nice pass or something. You know what I mean? so, well, just the last thing on the starting 11. Yeah. Obviously, Rashford and Martial will both play. Or we assume that both will play. Yeah. They both interchanged a little bit. Yeah. What did you think of Rashford through the middle or Rashford on the left or Martial through the middle? What did you did uh, take anything from it? Or? Um, They're both, I thought, quite similar. Yeah, exactly. On that first half, like, not, not a lot of ball going towards them yeah. but what I see with uh, actually in the last podcast I did say like one of Rashford's weaknesses like his uh, running off the ball like trying to beat the defenders not just that but well, against uh, Chelsea he uh, was really like he was running some great lines it's just that we didn't get that one single pass well that's the thing I think we mentioned uh, that if Azpilicueta played on the right yeah. well, which he did he did and he, he, he struggled I, I think if you look back and not to criticise him he's a Spanish international he's uh, a very, very good player you could make a case for all four goals yeah. him being some type of fault yeah. like every goal sort of came through his channel Chan- a little yeah. bit and um, look bit hard for us to criticise and we don't follow Chelsea too much yeah. but he is a player that they're starting to be a little bit concerned about if you, a lot of Chelsea fans say play him through the middle yeah. but don't play him on the right, the right. Exactly. and we made that point that he is the type of player that would struggle against some exactly and then like you said you did and a lot of times that he left Azuma hanging you know what yeah. I mean like uh, I don't know whether it was just miscommunications or but Azuma too had a, like a dreadful game and I've put it partly because uh, Aspilicueta was just getting caught out like yeah. You know, so but, but from our point of view, that's yeah. Chelsea's problem. From our point of view, that is a lot down to Martial and Rashford. Rashford just exactly that yeah. movement off the ball counts for so much. It's not just using your athletic ability; it's just using your smarts as well. Like saying, okay, these two look like they struggle. Yeah. If you drag them apart, so you talk to Pogba. Did or someone. you see um, Lukaku's training video yeah. where they played a pub team? Yeah, and he scored that, that, four goals. That, that uh, team they were playing. It was like no, I it was, it's, it's a it's a Serie D team oh. or something. It was like, it must have been under sixteen. Serie yeah, it was D awful. Team. I, half them look like look. You said like sixteen. They, like, didn't, they didn't even wear shin pads in uh, the interplayers. It just yeah. looked like you, a bunch of guys that you picked up from the pub and you just told me if you want to come play a game of football. Huh. I didn't really like, shouldn't be talking about too like. I didn't really like his comment that he came out like oh yeah into uh, yeah, the way they train. Train is a lot harder here. They, I don't know. I was just like, probably because he turned up to train. He didn't. He's just sitting on the treadmill no, exactly. in Australia. Yeah. He, he didn't want to train. But um, I think that pretty much wraps up the preview for the Wolves match. Yeah. Obviously, it's a bit frustrating that, that we have to wait, watch everyone on the weekend, and we're not kicking off till Tuesday morning in Sydney. 
Um, but as I mentioned before, Larry will be at the game in the away end. Now, I just remember his first game for United was in the 17-18 season, Mourinho's second season, where we won 4-0 in the first game against West Ham. Larry went to, it was in the away end for the second game of the season, away at Swansea. We obviously won 4-0. Now, last week we won at home the first game of the season, 4-0. Now, our second game of the season is away. Larry's in the away end. So I'm expecting nothing less than a 4-0 win. But your realistic prediction is... I'm going to go for a 2-0 win to us. Yeah. I pers- And I'm not taking a draw by any means, yeah. but I think if we perform well and it happens to be a draw... I think, geez, okay. Yeah. Well, Wolves away. It's yeah. a team we lost to twice last no, year. Yeah? Exactly, yeah. Or, or draw. And I uh, think, I think we, we lost both. We lost both, yeah. Lost both, so. Yeah. Look, obviously, going for, as I said earlier, we're Man United against Wolves. It's a game we should be winning. Yeah. But, and the reaction won't be fun if we if we drop points. Yeah. But I would say a 1 0 win. But if we do get a draw, I don't think it'll be the end of the world. No, exactly. And like you said, if, if it's a draw and we play well, then yeah. there are signs that we are, in, like, you know. Yeah. We are improving and we're, yeah. No. Um, So, again, it's going to be a long weekend waiting for that. So I hope you enjoy this podcast over the weekend. Um, Thank you again for Chris to come on. Um, If we don't win, you're not invited back on. If we we win (laughs) 4-0, you're back on. I'm back on. Okay, good. (laughs) Um, But that's not in the hands of yourself. So we have to wait for them. Again, thank you for all the support on the last podcast we did um, at the Supporters Club. It did very well. Um, If you can... On, I don't know if you can do it on SoundCloud and Spotify, but on iTunes you can definitely rate the podcast. Again, it takes two seconds. You're holding your phone now listening to this, so just click on five stars and exactly. give us some type of positive praise. If you think it's positive, give us some type of praise, or you can start abusing us. <laughs> That's what Twitter's for. Exactly. But um, thank you again for all the support. Thank you for listening. A big thank you for Chris for Cheers, joining mate. me again. And to Larry, enjoy the game, and please do not get arrested. <laughs> All right, see you next week. Bye.